it's so nice to um, be able to speak with Robert Sarzo. And um, I'm getting to hear uh, firsthand about how he's been and how it's been playing with all of the wonderful uh, musicians he's been involved with in the band. Um, can you tell us what what is new with uh, with you and Hurricane? I know is is awesome. And are you playing with Hurricane now soon? Yes, I'm still with Hurricane. Um, as you know, Hurricane was out on tour supporting uh, Queensryche, uh, mm-hmm. Mind Crime. And Jason Ames actually that also came from the uh, Queen's Ride Jeff Tate camp. He's our lead singer. And um so he's coming back out again with us gonna continue. Tony Cavazzo, you know, which is my original uh bass player. And uh, he also wrote Bang Your Head with his brother Carlos Cavazzo back in the day, you know, the quiet ride tunes. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, Tony Corolla, the, the music. And uh so we're Oh, and Mike Hansen is also still with us. He's been with us for about five years. Okay. Mike Hansen playing drums. So um, we're going to be uh, we're going to the studio and um, recording some uh, new material. And uh, heading back out, we have uh, a few dates already confirmed, and that's uh, in Las Vegas events, uh, June the 3rd. Mm-hmm. And then June the 5th at the Ramona Main Stage Theater in Ramona, California. Uh-huh. And then the following day, we're going to be at the Paladinos, San Fernando Valley, on Reseda Boulevard. That's in the city of Terzana. Oh, nice. I've heard about that venue. Is that a venue you like to play at? I've never played at Paladinos, but I have okay. jammed there with friends. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have played there. It's, it's it's got a lot of history and it's very rock and roll. It's totally rock and roll there. So it's got that vibe. You walk in, the PA is good, stage it's comfortable, and it's easy for people to get to. And there's no hassle. Yeah. You know, for example, when you are in Hollywood, you know you got to deal with parking and traffic and all that. So oh, great, um, great. I've never. Well, Hurricane has not played in San Fernando Valley since uh, back, I think it was 1986. Uh-huh. And uh, there used to be a place in, um, I think it was Canoga Park or Van Nuys called uh, the Country Club. Mm-hmm. And everybody's played there. Bon Jovi, I mean, you name it, Striper, uh, Hurricane. <laughs> it, was a, yeah. it was a really cool place. Uh, capacity was about 900 people. But now mm-hmm. it's a church. It's a uh, it's not okay. a rock room anymore. So yeah, Palomino is one of the last ones that's still there. Yeah, well, but, you know, oh, it'd be great to catch another hurricane show. I'm gonna hope there's gonna be a lot more of them coming up. Um, incredible <coughs> performers. Um, it was yeah, really great uh, to see you guys play. Uh, when you were supporting Jeff uh, <clears throat> new solo band I'm, I was just you know you know I, I mean I, I thought it was fantastic I'm going to say I was blown away <laughs> I just sat in my seat but I really enjoyed it a lot um, now and so you said you, you had been in studio with Hurricane and uh, is there going to be new well, stuff 
We're in the studio right now. We're writing new material. And at the same time, also, we're working, rearranging some of the old ones, you know, just so it feels more modern. You know, we, you know, some of those (laughs) parts and things that we were doing back then was written, you know, a long time ago. So you, you keep experimenting. You want to keep it fresh. So we have. Um, you know, change some some of the parts, but still the chord's still there. It's still the same melodies and right. you know, lyrics and the same songs. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. we'll be playing "Amon to You." That was a Billboard. I, um, I believe it reached um, in the uh, uh, what is it? At 33 with a bullet, it went up to 33 on Billboard back then, and uh, uh-huh. I believe it was number one on MTV. Most requests is over over the years. So we'll be doing all those MTV uh, songs that were really a lot of fun to tour before. All right. Well, I'll tell you, um, yeah, I don't know if everybody has the same experience, but when they see a hurricane show, um, especially, you know, to see Robert come out on stage, uh, and then the next band being the Tate uh, band. So to see, I, I got the chance to see you perform plus. And I was mind blown, you know, to tell you the truth. Actually, I had so many beers that I felt like I felt like the audience was spinning around. So it was sort of like a hurricane experience. <laughs> By the time we got out of there. Well, that's the idea. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's so great, you know. And um, Jesse really put together a nice, uh, a nice band and a nice show. Uh, so what? What now is new with his group? Are you still going to be performing and playing with him, uh, along with Rudy Starzo, your brother, or, or is there a different plan? Uh, well, I'm right now. Band? I'm right now focusing on Hurricane and a salute to Santana, which is something that I've had in the works for I would say about a good year and a half. Okay. And I'm saluting Carlos Santana because growing up in Miami and myself being a Cuban immigrant. Uh, we came to the United States in 1961. So yeah. when I really got into music, it was kind of hard to be accepted as a Latino rocker. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, they they felt, you know, people, uh, especially in the clubs, uh, they, they felt that I should be, you know, playing Aww. I Love Losing Music. So. Okay. When Carlos Santana came out in Woodstock, and it was already in the wow. 70s, uh, it kind of, you know, gave the idea to promoters and people like, okay, Latinos can play rock. I and, mean, you know, he's Mexican, but mm-hmm. that, that kind of music was, I mean, you know, yeah, it would have rock. paved the way for a lot of uh, rock musicians. Yes, he did. So now that I'm at the point that I'm at in my career, I felt like I, I wanted to salute the men. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's still touring, he's still playing wonderful, and, uh, you know, he's a great player. And now that I've actually sat down and dissected his work, it's like, wow, you really, really get to understand how beautiful he plays. He's a, he's a great, great player. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. he has so much soul and feel and such a spiritual person, which is terrific. So I'm doing that, and I'm going to be... Uh, we already played out a six-piece band on the mm-hmm. front man, lead singer, also, and I've got um, timbales. I have Kristen uh, 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 Moraga playing percussions. He's mm-hmm. from Chile, and then I have Rich Martinez on drums. Um, okay. And then also I have uh, Matt Callen on on horn, plays saxophone, and 
plays all the different instruments. And the main instruments is saxophone, also sings. And Rene Camacho uh, on bass. Yeah. Uh, also, who am I missing myself? And I'm missing... <laughs> oh, Jamie Seville. Yeah, Jamie, of course. <laughs> the great Jamie. He's a great keyboard player. He's been around. Oh, all, all these, yeah, all these players, great. they were all hand-picked uh, and mm-hmm. highly recommended by... Um, you know, well-known people, great, musicians great. that are you know, in the same genre. So um, we're going to be playing the Gas Lamp uh, also in June on the 28th. That's in Long Gas Beach. Lamp. Great venue. Oh, Long Beach is cool. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's nice. There's some PCH and they got great mm-hmm. food there. It's called the Gas Lamp. And my friends have played there, uh, Gray White, Jack Russell. And they have, oh, uh, yeah. you know, they have great shows there. Mm-hmm. So we're looking mm-hmm. forward to doing that. Nice, nice. Well, I'll tell you, um, you know, I, I've also heard your your solo project, one of your solo projects is on iTunes, and that was called After the Storm. And I'll say it, I really love the sound of the music, that, you know, the texture, the feel of, of the composition of the song. Um, and I think I've heard, you know, that it's a little bit, it's a little bit different from what you might think or expect, and you're hearing this sort of metal voice in it, you know, and there's definitely that you can, like, feel the texture, I think, of your Cuban influence or your, your Latin American, Latino influence, I want to word this. <laughs> oh, definitely. The vocalist in that record is Rudy Rails, yeah. and he's half Cuban and American. He was born here. Uh-huh. And fabulous singer. And Rudy and I, we we worked on the songs, and that was right. Actually, that was being released on the same record company of uh, Hurricane, which is Enigma with uh, EMI Capital Distribution. Mm-hmm. But Enigma closed down, so I kept it mastered. And at the time, um, uh, I just held on to it for personal oh. reasons. And I just yeah. released it almost two years ago, and it went number one bestseller on LatinRockAmazon.com. I was like, really surprised and blown away. And I wrote it and produced it and wrote all the parts, um, gosh, 22 years ago. Oh, wow, wow, okay. That was something that I almost lost it. The um, mm-hmm. I found the uh, digital tape, and it was still good. It was at my bank in the vault. And uh, what okay. happened was, yeah, right after Hurricane, um, the, my wife at the time, Susie, was diagnosed with lung cancer. Okay, so okay. I stopped, I stopped touring. Yeah. And I... um, raised my son and I uh, figured, you know, that, that was uh-huh. really important for me to do is be there and take care of her, and, you know, and um, and take care of my son. So um, yeah. that's why I, I, I have taken time off. That's what well, happened I, after Hurricane. You know, it's like, I, I would get emails. What yeah. happened to Robert? Yeah. And it was personal. I didn't want to talk about and it I, then. Well, it is. And, um, you know, I, I think people people know that you are a genuine, caring, loving person. And, um, unfortunately, you know, cancer did. Um, I lost her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. did, you know, come into your your family at the time, I mean, show its 
face or what have you. And they dealt with it, and he got through it. And um, and I ran into Robin at the um, Dio Memorial uh, Cancer Fund uh, last weekend. Yeah. And uh, I was surprised <laughs> when you appeared um, with a very nice uh, lady, and I introduced myself. So, uh, again, I'm lucky I got the chance to meet him. And now get to chat and talk about music. So it's very cool. Yeah, it's good. It's, you know, it's one of those things you, you know, it's, it's, it's part of life you have to go through and you, everybody reacts differently. Everybody feels with it differently. But it's one of those things that I'm, at the time I felt I could not abandon. I, I could not abandon right. ship. I had to, right. you right. know, yeah. be a man and the man that I felt I had to be and, and take care of, you know, my family. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. You know, it is unfortunate, and I'm sorry that 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 she passed on. You know, your first wife. Um, but um, again, you look great, and um, thank you. You know, you got and you, your music is definitely in good form. Um, and I've got to hear Robert play a couple times already, so I'm really looking forward to um, more concerts. Um, Soon as I can make it to one. <laughs> I love playing. I love performing. It's when I grew up. You know, I started playing in clubs at 14 years old in Miami, and that's really my happy zone is being on stage. Just the whole oh, yeah. feel from the moment you get to the venue, yes. and you look around and you visualize how everything's going to get set up, okay, and step by step, and it's just that. A scent in the air than when they just first open up the doors from the you know the show from the night before in theaters or could be arenas could be anywhere and then to see the mm-hmm. process of being all put together and set up and then you do your sound check and then you wait mm-hmm. you warm up you mm-hmm. get ready and then you get on stage and it's just it's magical I love that I I just love that even though that's not like a fourteen fifteen hour day it's just just wonderful. It just flies by, you know. Yes, yes. Well, it's like you're at home there, I imagine. Um, that to me, yeah, that to me, is, it's my comfort zone. I love mm-hmm. that. And um, again, speaking of your home, I know your homeland is Cuba, like you said. And when you were children, you you immigrated here, and um, obviously, in you know, America is. It's happy to have your your rock and roll. So you did well, and your brother, you know, with your brother Rudy, and I know that your parents helped you. Or what? I was interested in what your early rock and roll influences were when you came here to the to the country of America and started playing. Um, what were some of your favorite songs, your favorite bands when you were growing up? Well, the early ones, uh, I would say, was the Beatles. <laughs> Which, I knew you were going to say I could guess. <laughs> a lot of people feel the same way, too. And, the and it's so wonderful. You can't. Well, they were, you, can't you know, really dedicated, first, so, and yeah. they were catering to our age, you yeah. know. They were singing about things that, and beyond our heads with things, you know, like in the movies, Hell, Parzaysa, and all that, but... um. Mm-hmm. Later on in life, uh, I found out what, you know, different meanings. It was kind of subliminal things that they were quoting and doing. The 
punk. That would be really entertaining. But hey, right. Beatles, and then heavily after that, uh, I, as I was old enough, I, you know, I started going to a lot of concerts. And there was one that I had to go, and I didn't tell anybody. I got uh-huh. a bus because nobody wanted to go, and I probably didn't even have the money to get in, but I visualized myself getting in, in the, the arena. Mm-hmm. And it was Jimi Hendrix. I snuck oh, in. Oh, wow. How did you? I, I banged on the door. <laughs> I found a door hidden away from everybody, and it had one of those glass little windows with the little mesh so if people break it, you can't really put your fist through. And I guess they saw me, and I must have been, I don't know, 11 years old. Yeah. Somebody pushed the door open and let me in. I ran in. I got under the seats, and I was sitting, <laughs> roaming around the place. But I got to see oh, Hendrix, and I got oh, to hear cool. him. I got to hear him perform, and that changed yeah. my life. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that's how it's done. Yeah, oh, wow. and of course Led Zeppelin, Jeff Beck, Andres Segovia. Before that, I grew mm-hmm. up with you know Salsa music. That's all that was being played in my in my uh, parents' radio. Yeah. So very diverse. Uh, my uncle, classical pianist, got to really understand yeah. classical because of him and opera. So I grew uh-huh. up with classical, and and then my aunt was uh, an actress performer in the casinos in Cuba, so sometimes I would go and see her perform when I was five years old. She would take, yeah. you know, my mom would take me. Uh-huh. Did, so, did you really study? Were you were you learning from your uncle the classical music, or was it more of the influence was there? Influence, I would hear him. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would listen to him play and sing opera. He a tenor, powerful way oh, to wow. like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Imagine it was a real that. deal. Yeah, some wonderful experiences in your... Oh, yeah. And in Jersey, because uh, when we all left Cuba, I would mm-hmm. go, uh, my parents would take me, you know, visit him, and then he would play us, uh, my brother and I, he would play, you know, classical pieces and sing opera. And I just loved it. Mm-hmm. And then later mm-hmm. on, you know, as I got a little older, I started classical guitar. I played in the, uh, also in the high school, um, Miami High School jazz band, I played guitar. That was a oh, big band. Cool. You know, we're talking about 32 so piece band. The- and a, and a jazz influence as well is what you're saying. So, but I tell you, it's been, it's very enjoyable talking to you. Um, I might ask you a couple more questions. One of them is, what about your hat, your cool hat? I've heard people refer to you as a voodoo man. What is this? That's voodoo the, man. Voodoo. I am the voodoo man. Yeah, that's the new Hendrix voodoo. Voodoo child is this? Well, it goes back to Cuba and yeah. being raised in Miami. It's our kosher that was brought in uh, with um, voodoo magic from uh, Africa. It's called mm-hmm. Santeria. Mm-hmm. And I studied that and I practiced that back in the day in, in uh, Miami. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's white magic. But it's, it's still voodoo. So you really, you you really learn about voodoo magic, and you and you were into that. Well, I, I think it's I, a little it, scary. It, 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 no, well, <laughs> no, no, because there's stuff going on that people are not aware of. It. You see, everything in this universe has vibrations. It's scientific. Yes. It's all been yes. proven scientifically. Everything has a frequency. 
everything has a vibration and the universe if you tap into the vibrations of the universe you understand and it has nothing to do with witchcraft or any of that it's just science so the brain shoots electrical waves i know i'm getting really heavy here but you can look it up research do your research the brain shoots electrical wave current that's stronger than Wi-Fi or, blue, or you know, or uh, Bluetooth, yes, yes. stronger than radio stations. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, you know, they say be careful what you wish for. You know, you're a part of your environment. You know, you are what you think about. All those yes. things is because as you're thinking about things, your brain is shooting those signals and it's picking up other people. And other okay. circumstances are picking up that vibration. Yes. I've done a lot of reading on that, and I still do, and I enjoy it. And, uh, oh, I like wow. Sh- I like to share that information. And uh, there's a great, fascinating um, writer um, that he did his research, the Maglaiado research, a guy who's like a brilliant genius, Napoleon yes. Hill. And he, one mm-hmm. of the books that he wrote, Think and Grow Rich, it has nothing to do really about money. It's just about science. Yeah. Well, this this is far out, and I tell you that that beneath your hat is a great mind. <laughs> and if you want to find those hats, it's my form of art that I create them. I have Eugene Dubs, yeah. a famous sculpture artist, uh, design yeah. the, uh, the skull head, and I make those with mold by hand. I actually put the material together, I rub them together, okay. and, you know, I make those calls by hand. That's my form of, of art. Yes. And oh, then I, my, I my, wife, so cool. my wife paints them, and then we create the hats, and our American the hats are very nice wool American uh, hats, and then we yeah. we make the feathers and the bones. We get the bones, we have to dry them up, and it's they very tiny. Bones. But oh, it's... My. It's, uh, yeah, it's real bone chicken bones. Okay. <laughs> but I don't need the chicken, you know. So. I might My, have to talk to you more about this voodoo stuff. I'm not sure. I'm a little freaky. Here. But you can you can find my store. It's called uh, Voodoo Man Curiosity Shop. If you Google it, you oh, put my name on it. Um, and voodoo is V-U-D-U. Yeah, voodoo man, two separate words. And uh, But, you know, if you... If you think about it, music, sound, creates vibrations. Yeah, I I thought about wanted to tell you too. If you look up online, you can look at like uh, the the vibrations of the planets actually make a mu- They make musical sounds that are yes. like har- in harmony. Yes. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, yeah, and certain frequencies. Yeah, and certain frequencies mm-hmm. are lower and kind of negative. Other ones are more upbeat. So people are kind of depressed. They want to stick to more around 440. Don't go mm-hmm. lower. And that's why some people tune their instruments at a lower pitch because it, it sounds darker. It's more, okay. but it actually creates more depression to other people. It depends, you know, how people react to sounds. But those are things that, you know, uh, governments have been experimenting with. Mm-hmm. Sounds, vibrations. Yeah. For for war, you know, for pitches, mm-hmm. you know, you can track people nuts with certain vibrations. So what I'm trying to establish here is so when I go on stage, I actually, I like to get into the vibe to perform by respecting the stage and actually asking for permission 
to the past of the venue because some of these venues are 100 years old and you have to kind of really feel the vibration of, of the location of, of what's happened there and you have to come in in peace to ask yes. for permission. You've got to respect the stage oh, and wow. to really get okay. into the zone of being at, at peace to mm-hmm. perform on stage to give your best performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I, I really tap into the vibrations oh, wow. of the location, okay. and that's part of the process that I was talking about. Yeah. Um, you know, I have to tell you, too, uh, what I was listening to um, after the storm this morning, and I just got the best feeling. I just thought this is the nicest music Thank right you. now. You know, I don't know if it's today or it's the mood I'm in. I just felt like it really... You know, it does have a healing uh, quality to it. It's very nice to listen to. So everybody listen to After the Storm and go and download it on your iTunes or wherever you can find it. Great uh, project by Robert Sarzo. And, um, you know, I think all your music is great and everyone should definitely check it out online. So check out Hurricane. We're going to check out the... Salute to Santana. That's on Facebook also, so if somebody wants to follow where I'm going to be performing, they can look it up um, at Salute Santana. That's coming up soon in the June. Yeah, I'm on Facebook under Salute to Santana as well also, and then I'm also under musician band Robert Sarzo. And then the personal, uh, gosh, it's been (laughs) at 5,000 like for years, but I look at them all. I'm always, every day I look at them and I respond to everybody uh, individually as as much as I can. I like to stay, you know, focused and in touch with, uh, you know, all my uh, friends out there in the social media. Yeah. Yeah, I like social media too. It's pretty cool. Um, I think you had mentioned something else. Um, And I'm looking, was there another project you wanted to... Tell me about. Um, I'm I'm trying to look for the message. <laughs> Anyways, um, my clothing line. <laughs> so he's got you know, and you're online, and uh, just I I'm supporting the. Um, I live in San Pedro on a yacht, and I'm yeah. supporting my local uh, artist uh, neighbors here on the uh, on the strip. And I have on my um, store, the Voodoo Man Curiosity Shop, I have uh, some of their work, that uh, things that they create. It's really, really cool stuff, great T-shirts. I'm going to be coming out also with my Voodoo Man uh, swag, my T-shirts. And, oh, nice, uh, nice. Well, I support artists, you know, absolutely. And um, I'm an artist as well, and I know how, you know, life is a little bit different for artists. <laughs> I got to say, so we support each other. Um, yes, yeah, it's important and, because, you know, without the arts, and you know, we'll have no art. <laughs> so. Right, right, absolutely. And um, and we'll be in tune with the planets then, too. Uh, I yeah, you know, look up Napoleon Hill, great writer. He's written some amazing, he's very uh-huh. famous, and he's written some amazing uh, body of work. And The Salute? A salute, a salute okay. to Santana. That's what I, that's what I call the project because it's about okay. saluting him. It's not a tribute. We're not 
going on stage dressing up and pretending to wear Santana Carlos. No. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Yeah, I got a spelling error here that I'm not reading this right. But yeah, absolutely. You know, Carlos Santana, and we got to salute him uh, every once in a while or as often as possible. And uh, such a big influence on so many people. And um, on uh, the Sarzo brothers as well, who are uh, of Latina origin. So um, it's, it's really cool. And you can hear that in the music, and it's great. You know, a great song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So definitely look forward to that. Definitely. Um, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, putting out a new record with Hurricane. Cool, cool. All right. Well, um, again, I can't thank you enough for uh, chatting with me this afternoon. And uh, we're going to be looking for a lot of listeners you know, on our radio show and on this podcast, um, which is on iTunes and on TuneIn. Look for Heck82 is the name of my show. Um, again, anytime uh, you, you know, you want to share with me, um, go ahead and call and we'll definitely uh, talk more and uh, promote, you know, some of your, your great new songs and album from Hurricane. Well, thank oh, you. Thank yeah. you. Looking, looking forward to uh, talking to you again. <laughs> yes, very, you very happy uh, to have you. And you have a wonderful day. So, thank you so much.